Adam Andalovitz with another uh, solo edition of Next in Line. Considering that there's been quite a bit of activity, I figured I'd do a quick little uh, pre-season, off-season, whichever you prefer, uh, episode to talk about what's been going on with uh, things down here in Loudoun lately. Our friends over at uh, on the RFK Refugee side have already told you about the DC United uh, happenings. So I'll try not to overlap except where I think that they might affect the uh, team down here. But let's start with the things I know that are confirmed. There have been a few uh, high-profile, well, for us anyway, high-profile signings uh, that have come here into Loudoun. First, a uh, defender by the name of Daniel Chica, who's uh, born and raised in Leesburg, uh, even... Uh, Played and studied over at uh, Tusicora High School. Spent a year or two at uh, George Mason. And uh, he joined the uh, DC U23 side, which I'm going to be honest, I didn't know they still had one. They kind of stopped broadcasting news about uh, DC United's Academy outside of the 14 to 17 range. But uh, they still are running the uh, U20 and U23s and also the below age is just not as much press, as you might expect on that. But apparently the U23 side played a scrimmage at some point uh, against uh, Loudon's side, and Coach Martin and his staff were impressed with what they saw. It's always great when, you know, a hometown kid uh, comes home, or I guess stays home to play for the local team, isn't it? I guess he's not a kid anymore, so. <laughs> but yeah, from Virginia Development Academy to Tusicora to uh, DCU side and to George Mason, and now he's with Loudon. So didn't have to travel too far, but uh, we're happy to have him here. Another signing, uh, Juan Daniel Ramirez, or just Juan Ramirez, who was born in Medellin, uh, Colombia, but spent uh, a lot of his youth in uh, the DMV area. He's playing at, at the Bethesda SC uh, Academy which has uh, produced quite a few uh, talented players, including uh, most recently Christian Fletcher for the uh, DC United first team. Anyways, back to Juan. He had stints with the U U.S. youth national team from the U13 and the U16s, and even a short stint with the DC United Academy itself, 18 years old. And then he uh, traveled around uh, the world, first to... Uh, after graduating from high school, he went back to Colombia playing uh, for Envigado FC and most recently spent some time with uh, Spanish sides uh, AD Alcorcón and uh, CF Fuenlabrada, uh, second and third tier of Spanish soccer, last I checked. He seems to be a uh, pretty good player, though, so we'll see how he adjusts to life back here in the uh, DMV area. And uh, another big name that's come up... Uh, at least in the second tier of soccer here. Tommy Williamson, a center forward drafted by San Jose just two years ago in the first round, 12th overall. Sadly, uh, he hasn't spent a minute in MLS play. Shortly after drafting him, San Jose uh, sent him on a season-long loan to uh, USLC powerhouse uh, Pittsburgh Riverhounds. Uh, and then next year, they, the Pittsburgh, you know, sent him back to San Jose, who then sent him over to Minnesota, who then sent him down to Minnesota 2, which is currently playing in the MLS Next Pro, where he uh, scored a ton of goals, including uh, 
three straight games with a goal each, and uh, one game where he scored a hat trick, providing the uh, a goal by himself, dragging his team into a penalty shootout in that game. Fun fact: uh, MLS Next Pro has no draws in their regular season action, just shootouts if it's still tied at the end of ninety minutes. Another thing that I guess we should be thankful for that uh, Loudon's still in USL Championship, but we'll get to that in a minute. Dane Jackman is returning after a year where he was technically on the team. He did go on a short loan to Charlotte uh, last June and did not do so well there. And one game where he did get a start uh, against Indy 11 where he did a lot better, but uh, still lost one to nothing. Not not his fault, though. Like I said before, you can't judge a man by his uh, worst action. But uh, it looks like he's going to have another chance to prove himself now that DC United signed uh, Luis Zamudio. So he'll probably have a chance. That rolls me into my next point in that, uh, well, DC United now, as of now, has four goalkeepers on its staff. Tyler Miller, Alex Bono, the aforementioned Zamudio, and Rafael Romo, who, if you follow the first team or our Big Brother podcast, uh, RFK Refugees or United 96, you'll know that Romo is not great, but he is still under contract for at least one more year, and he is taking up an international slot, so might be way off base here. My guess is that if they can't find a way to either buy him out or find somebody else to take their con- his contract off their hands, that DC will probably stash uh, Romo and or Zamudio in, back in Loudoun, which would be another stunt to uh, Jackman's growth in his career. But uh, I haven't seen Loudoun making any other moves for goalkeepers unless they you know, could potentially call up someone from the academy, which is always an option. They've done it before, after all. The situation is a bit precarious with the way that uh, DC's got their roster currently made up and the way that Loudon is still in the process of making theirs up. And I can't wait for them to suddenly sign like seven new players after I finish taping this, uh, this episode. And on a semi-related note, a couple of draft picks that DC got in the MLS Super Draft. If you didn't know that happened, I don't blame you, considering... Uh, it's, you know, with the rise of the academies all across the MLS and uh, the downplaying of uh, the college draft as a necessity to uh, restock player base in the MLS, there's very little reason to pay attention. But even so, there's a couple players that DC found in it, and they might, you might be seeing them in uh, red and white. So I'll just go real quick over them. They're both local boys. First, uh, Ben Stitz, who was taken in the second round. Born and raised in Baltimore. Played on a few semi-pro or amateur Baltimore teams. Went to college at UPenn. Came the uh, second team All-Ivy and All-Region last year. Even became the captain of Penn's team. And he started in all 18 matches last year. Scored in seven straight. He's listed as a midfielder, but after Skage's... Now that Skage's gone, it would be nice to see uh, if Ben Stitz could somehow slot into that uh, number 10 or number 8 role in uh, Skage's absence. 
And then there's also uh, Aiden Rocha. I hope I'm saying his last name right. Aiden Rocha, born in Brookville, which uh, for those of you in Maryland is uh, just north of Olney. And uh, he did a little stint with the Bethesda SC in their academy, which I've already mentioned with Juan Ramirez, so I'm not going to repeat myself on that. He uh, went to a private Catholic school in D.C. Uh, for high school, and he studied in uh, Georgetown. So he's stayed local for most of his life. He seems to be a midfielder as well, but more of a defensive-minded one. Could possibly play the six, if we're still going by uh, positional numbers. There's a possibility that one or both of those guys uh, either signs directly with Loudon or gets signed by D.C. and... Uh, comes down to Loudon, But I guess we'll see uh, what uh, the first team decides to do with them. Now that brings me to uh, some more organizational news. It's both boring and also fascinating, and there's kind of a mix of facts and speculation that I've been able to dig up. So take the following bits with a grain of salt, or a whole handful of it if you want. Throw it over your shoulder like in the olden days for a uh, to ward off evil spirits and bad luck. From my latest estimate, Loudoun United is the only uh, MLS 2 side remaining in the USL Championship. And there have been mixed reports about will they or won't they with the DC United exploring an academy for Baltimore. On one hand, as I said in a, in a previous episode, uh, Lucy Rushton uh, threw cold water on the prospect of that. But uh, then again, Lucy Rushton's been shown the door after uh, last season. And uh, on top of that, uh, there were reports that uh, Maryland, the Maryland Stadium Authority was doing a uh, feasibility study to put up a soccer and or mixed-use stadium somewhere in Baltimore. And that, on the other hand, it was also canceled after team pulled out of the project. Apparently, there's a bit of uh, confusion there. There were apparently two soccer studies that were being thrown around Baltimore, according to the Maryland Stadium Authority. The one that got pulled out is the Right to Dream Academy, the uh, London-based organization that set up this high-powered academy in Ghana, which has produced some amazing talents and potential talents, including uh, the overall number two pick that Orlando took after trading it with DC, uh, Shakur Mohammed. For whatever reason, they decided that it wouldn't be feasible anymore to have an academy under their aegis, and it would be one that uh, DC themselves would not control. However, there is another feasibility study that's apparently being funded to the tune of 50k, 25k of that which was put forward by DC United themselves, and the other 25 being put up by the Maryland Stadium Authority. And that study, according to the Stadium Authority in their January 3rd correction, is still moving forward at this time. And you combine that with the news that Greg Baroni, the current owner of the Bowie Bay Sox and Frederick Keys, which Maryland heads will recognize as the Orioles double-A and until recently single-A uh, uh, baseball teams, respectively, is reportedly finalizing plans to buy a controlling stake in Loudoun United, which makes me think that uh, Loudoun and or DC is thinking of life separate from DC United and its uh, money. 
but uh, we're still unsure of how that'll figure into the current stability of the organization of Loudoun United FC. Considering that DC did invest in training and academy infrastructure here in Leesburg, and it would be weird just to give that up just for the sake of uh, not wanting to test the Loudoun County uh, clause when they put county money into building Segra Field. So there's three scenarios I can see happening here. Number one, the status quo where DC just, you know, lets Baltimore do whatever they want, but keeps trying to appeal to kids across the DMV area, using Loudoun as their pseudo farm team, sharing the facilities with their youth and local talent development. And it might be logistically annoying, but they'll save money in this way, not have to build a whole new thing. Just have to, you know, tell uh, any Maryland-based kids to uh, just, you know, they'll provide shuttles or car rides or whatever. Possibility number two, a sort of divide-and-conquer strategy where they put a new team in Baltimore, move most of their academy there, but they still keep funding loud in practice facilities, and they keep using the practice facilities for their first team in Virginia-based use. This will probably cost them the most money, but at the same time, it'll give them the widest type of coverage. Though whether that means Loudoun would still stick around as a DC-connected team in the USL Championship, or they, you know, try to test the uh, Loudoun County and courts about the, uh, the definition of having a professional soccer team is with regards to Loudoun who knows? And then there's also possibility number three, where DC just decides to cut Loudoun County loose completely, saying, okay, you want a professional team? Here you go. Have fun. And then they just move all of their youth and local development and uh, facilities, and they just make some a new, brand new one in Baltimore, and they just let Loudoun do their own thing with uh, regards to Greg Baroni or whoever, whichever consortium wants to put money in the team. It would be a dumb move is my knee-jerk reaction, but don't underestimate the uh, motivating factor of spite. Sometimes it's more than money. And while it would be cool to have a local soccer team not bound to the whims of, uh, you know, a larger parent organization or MLS in particular, I am a little scared when you see the MLS ongoing campaign to basically crush all competition and uh, consolidate the entire U.S. pro soccer pyramid under its own aegis, combined with the uh, low attendance that is at Loudoun United games the past couple of years. That option would not bode well either for Loudoun United as a team or USL as an organization regardless of whether or not they would still be playing in it under any of these scenarios. So, there's your swag regarding the future of Loud United. But what I can say is that for this year, they will definitely be playing against uh, top-flight Tier 2 competition in U.S. soccer within the USL Championship. March 11th, they're going to do their season opener in Memphis against Memphis 901. And then March 19th, they're coming home to Segra Field to do their opener there against San Antonio. Hopefully, uh, see you there. Tickets should still be available by the time you hear this. Loudon Stampede will be there. And on top of that, there's a new local supporters group that uh, popped up recently calling themselves Buzzard Point Social. They've included Loudon United FC in their uh, 
list of teams that they're supporting, plus DC United and Washington Spirit. So hopefully we get to see some of them uh, joining hands with the Stampede and uh, supporting Loudoun United. Love to see everyone there. Anyways, signing off, this is Adam and Delovitz, uh, one of the two loud Adams behind Next in Line, part of the RK Refugees Network. And as always, stay loud and united.